Hello, movie marathoners, and welcome to the Movie Marathoners Sundance 5K series, a series of short episodes centered on the films released at the 2021 Sundance Film Festival. I'm your host, Mati, and in this episode, I'm joined by recurring guest and film critic Rosa Parra from the Latinx Lens podcast to review the Sundance feature, Son of Monarchs. Hey, Rosa, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a minute, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's been a few seconds. Um, yeah, I feel your, your listeners are going to get tired of me, but okay. <laughs> I, I doubt it. Uh, since we last talked, which was a minute ago, how's your festival experience been? Uh, it's been great. Yeah, awesome. it's been great. Yeah, nothing has changed. It's been very good. <laughs> awesome. I don't even know. I, sh- I should have checked. Maybe this one comes out before the, the last one we recorded. Who knows? So time is weird. It's, it's tenet up in here. Okay. Let's get straight into it. Um, Just as a reminder, every Sundance 5K series episode will be completely spoiler-free. So first, a synopsis of Son of Monarchs. After his grandmother's death, a Mexican biologist living in New York returns to his hometown nestled in the majestic monarch butterfly forests of Michoacan. The journey forces him to confront past traumas and reflect on his hybrid identity, sparking a personal and spiritual metamorphosis. Son of Monarch stars Tinoch Huerta Mejia. It's written and directed by Alexis Gambis, and it premiered at Sundance in the next section on Friday, January 29th. Okay, Rosa, you immediately wanted to do this one. So tell me, what are your overall thoughts on Son of Monarchs? I adore this film. I love <laughs> This movie. Um, awesome. I think it's going to be one of those that I'm just not going to shut up about it for, <laughs> for the rest of the year, perhaps. Oh, my. Um, I watched it a few days ago. I was sent the screen a few days ago. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. But I don't know if you remember that I tweeted uh, not that long ago saying that I had just watched the film. I couldn't talk about it, but it blew my entire existence away. <laughs> it was this film. Oh my God, I love it. And, and I'm probably coming at it uh, with a certain bias, of course, and, and I acknowledge that. Um, I'm a scientist. Uh, I'm a Mexican-American scientist. <laughs> and, and, and to see that represented on screen, it's rarely seen. So in that sense, it certainly hit me. It certainly struck that core with me. But on top of that, just the symbolism aspect of it, the, the monarch butterflies. And... Um, of course, he, he lives in, in New York. So you have that uh, that immigration and migration story that, that's embedded here. But it's also comparing and contrasting it within different species of animals, of organisms. And then we go into uh, more uh, in-depth in, in biology and taking a look at genes, genetics, and uh, microbiology and evolution. And oh, my God, I'm so fascinated by this film. <laughs> you cannot tell. And I loved it. I love every single aspect of it. it, it it's certainly going to be, I can already tell, it's going to be one of my favorite films. I've seen a few times by now. And every single time it just hits me and I just love it and I adore it. I There was a few scenes that I did not see at all that they were coming. Um, I'm, I think, I hope you know which one I'm talking about. And man, I'm just blown away when i say it blew away my entire existence it certainly did (laughs) that's that's awesome i'm really (laughs) happy to hear that i think this film is gorgeous it is so beautiful to watch and look at and i would have really loved to see this on a huge screen obviously 
I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, the cinematography and the way that it's shot, I don't know how it's shot, but it's so, so crisp and beautiful. Yes. And I really loved, you mentioned it, how the science is implemented into this film because it's about uh, a biologist and he does some really cutting edge CRISPR research on um, butterfly genetics. And I love that the way that the film talks about it, it feels realistic and it feels like the characters in the film are actually talking about it as if they knew what they were talking about. Like it's clear that the writer knows what these things actually are and isn't just using them as like buzzwords, I think, which is what happens a lot with science, especially in like the, you know, superhero movies that, oh, thermodynamics helped us get the time (laughs) loop, you know? So like, it's a huge pet peeve of mine. And I I thought it was so great to see experience in this film. And there's a scene where the the main character, Mendel, which Mm -hmm. great name, by the way, he and his... He and his friends are doing a round of mezcal shots and they toast yeah. to CRISPR. And I was just like, that's the most painfully accurate thing that I've ever seen in my life. Like, I've never toasted CRISPR because I don't, I don't do CRISPR research, but I have definitely with my like PI and my lab mates and stuff, we have toasted like yeah. to laryngeal tension, you know, just stuff yeah. that's such, such a dorky thing. And I loved little details like that. <laughs> In that sense, certainly. I think, again, that's probably what I gravitate towards the most, the science aspect of it. I'm such a nerd and such a geek. I mean, <laughs> I, I work in I work in the EM lab in microscopy, And oh, wow, so I'm yeah. literally looking at a microscope every single day of my life. Well, Monday through Friday, of course. Yeah. Um, but You don't do but any just, side just, microscopy work in the weekend? <laughs> no, I, I have thought about it. I'll find my own little microscope and getting little... Um, animal no, just <laughs> no no i don't i, I take a, a saturday and sunday to watch movies and and talk about movies like these uh, that have a science incorporated in them but yeah i, I loved how they were able to again uh, incorporate the science aspect of it and the story of, of mandel who of course i mean every science nerd at the moment you hear that name you know who we're talking about here yeah. um and I I just loved every aspect of it, and in in the little uh the friction between him and him and his brother, and then the familiar relationships, and he has to go back to Mexico, which of course it, it it's one of the areas in Michoacan and Angangueo where the monarch butterflies they migrate to right before the Day of the Dead, which is oh my god, it must be an, a a gorgeous view and just mm-hmm. a, an an event. That just, it must be beautiful. I, I wish I could just be there just to see it. Um, but yeah, the, the symbolism aspect of it, you know, in, the, in Mexico, Day of the Dead is very much important. And it is believed that these uh, butterflies, each one of them represents the ancestors. So they arrive right before the Day of the Dead. So, of course, it has that uh, more spiritual and more uh, cultural significance to it that, again, it hits, <laughs> it hits me right in the core. So just to see that represented and then this, to see him on the side um, discovering his own identity, like you said in the synopsis, literally spiritually and on, on a personal level was just so great to watch. Yeah. The film really does tackle a lot. Yeah. And I think sometimes it has so many of these threads that, and, and I think, I think some of it is also intentional because there is this magical realism feel to it where it sometimes mm-hmm. it can be a little incoherent where it's like 
it's it's talking about immigration over here and then about cultural identity and spiritualism and and all of this stuff coming together and for a little while i was like this is a little confusing and i do think that mm-hmm. it kind of like you know wraps it up pretty well at the end and everything like that but this is definitely a, a film that like you'd want to watch multiple times to yeah. fully digest everything because it's it's not quite laid out in the most like bite-sized ways i guess i would say is that you know it, it doesn't all completely come together and isn't explicitly told to you in right. the way that some of these films are but it's it's mainly because there's just so much going on like cultural identity family um the the tension with the brother the um mm-hmm. the tension with the um the girlfriend in new york and and all of this stuff it's it's definitely worth a watch just to like digest it you know yeah yeah very true it, it does struggle a lot and i i actually this is one of the very few times where i would not have minded a bit longer of a time <laughs> i think yeah. it's just 90 minutes um for those specific reasons that you were just saying it did have a lot uh to deal with and i wouldn't have mind seeing a much longer film but i i just love it and just to see every oh uh-huh, yeah <laughs> i could <laughs> Talk about this all day. I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you seen any of Alexis Gambus's other films? No. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this, I think this is my first film um, of, of him directing it. Mm-hmm. But after this one, I'm certainly very intrigued to watch his previous work. Yeah, he's a fascinating dude. He's got a PhD in genetics and um, he gave this TED no Talk. I don't, I don't know if you've <laughs> seen it. Have you seen his TED Talk? Um, uh, no, I haven't. It's about five minutes. You should you should check it out on his um personal website or whatever. But like he mm-hmm. talks about how his films center on scientific principles and discoveries, and he wants to kind of create a movement to introduce more real science into fiction so that his films are like this blend of documentary and fiction and to kind of like be more serious stories about the science at the center, but also mm-hmm. introduce these you know, stories around them. And I think this is a really good example of that. And like, once I learned that, I was just reflective and I kind of want to watch the film again with that new lens, you know, like part of the goal of this film for Alexis Gambus is to like teach people that the CRISPR thing exists and that this very real optics gene exists. And in that Mm -hmm. way, you know, it doesn't even need to necessarily tie into all the other thematic and, um, character exploration it's just kind of almost like a a documentary on this genetics research and i think that's so such a cool approach to to filmmaking especially with these science principles yes it, it definitely is uh because yeah it it, it, it does dig a lot in, into the to the genetics aspect of it i'm all like hello main character named mendo uh, <laughs> yeah but <laughs> on the nose. yeah no right <laughs> Uh, but I didn't mind it actually. It, it was no, yeah, I think no. it, it, it's seeing like hearing the name and then seeing um, all that. I guess the opening sequence, that 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 first shot of of the of the film certainly tells you uh, what you're getting yourself into, and it's literally uh, a, a, a forecoming of, of everything that you're going to be seeing in the movie. And I, I just loved everything about it again, from the genetist aspect of it to the bigger picture of it um when of course it, it deals with immigration and migration which i mean of course there's going to be some of those topics that a lot of people are very much intrigued to talk about 
Uh, but it compares and contrasts. Of, and, and I did notice that it pays attention a lot to um, the flying and the freedom. Uh, mm, there are some yeah. shots that, that pays attention to like to the airplanes. And then there's this trust peace thing going on. So it, it certainly does uh, focus a lot on migration and immigration. And then you have the monarch uh, butterfly who migrates literally to three yeah. different countries. So it, it's certainly an interesting perspective. And the fact that he's a pretty much a doctor <laughs> um, filmmaker doing this. It, it's very, it, it certainly caught my interest and I'm intrigued to see uh, his previous films. If he has any previous films, cause I'm completely ignorant about um, who he is, but um, not for long. <laughs> That's for certain. <laughs> yeah. He's got a couple of um, previous films, some short films as well, but I think there's at least one documentary about um, fly research. That's all I can say. And then he says he's got some, mm additional features coming down the line with like uh mice research so all sorts of different lanes for this guy which is is really cool so i'm definitely going to keep tabs on him as well yeah. as the the main actor Tinoc Huerta Mejia i think yeah um, he's rumored to be the villain of Black Panther 2 so i think he does a phenomenal job in this film so i'm really looking forward to more of his work as well he was really good in this yeah very very good his performance certainly was a standout. Um, I had no idea he's rumored to be, oh my God, I hope he is. Fingers crossed. <laughs> so um, let's go ahead and uh, close out. And since we are the Movie Marathoners podcast, you already know that some silly, stupid question is coming, Rosa. If you had to run a marathon, would you rather do it with Mendel's doofy boss, Bob, who's probably going to talk to you about butterflies the entire time, might be annoying, might be distracting. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Or would you rather do it with Mendel's childhood friend, Vicente, who might still be a pyromaniac? <laughs> Certainly Vicente. He was so <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Yes, his friend, definitely. <laughs> He'll just like keep you entertained the whole time, just exactly. talking away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good call, good call. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Rosa, thank you so much for joining me. Where can people find your work online? No problem. Thank you for inviting me. Um, yes, I am on every social media platform at Rosa's Reviews. And again, I'm covering Sundance for uh, on behalf of Latinx Lens, and, which is also on every social media platform at Latinx Lens. And again, Marty, thank you so much for the invite. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. This has been a Movie Marathoner's Sundance 5K series episode reviewing the feature film Son of Monarchs. Be sure to stay tuned for more Sundance coverage. You can find all of our Sundance 5K series and the main feature episodes of Movie Marathoners, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, at our website, evergreenpodcasts.com slash movie-marathoners, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks so much for listening, and remember that life's a marathon, so let's take it one movie at a time. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotas, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. 
You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah, right? And yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Chipotas. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.